Welcome back, lads. And lad dads. To episode 53 of Lads and Launchers. That Jeff Skinner episode. We, uh, after episode 52 came out, OC messaged me right away. And he was like, yo, next episode has to be Jeff Skinner for so many reasons. Just like Skinner, especially with free agency going on and like all the crazy contracts getting handed out and like Taylor Hall going to Buffalo, eight mil one year, that kind of stuff. And just looking at how bad Jeff Skinner's contract is. And then OC was like, yo, Jeff Skinner is a Markham boy and he's a figure skater. Like, yeah, man. What, what can't this guy do? This guy, he literally has mashed potatoes between his ears. <laughs> like he has the most silly brain probably in the NHL. I've never seen anybody get more conks than this guy. And he's just still pushing along, making nine mil a year. Like it's so impressive. And that's, yeah, and that's us. He... That's our podcast. I... Like we're just getting <laughs> knocked down. We're unconscious for a little bit. You were out for a couple of years and then we're back and we're just pushing along. Like nobody ever thought we could. Yeah. I don't think Jeff Skinner's matched his uh, rookie season point total yet. Maybe he tied it one time, but I don't think he's ever surpassed the, the points he got in his rookie season. Anyways, yeah, we got uh, Markham, Ontario, Jeff Skinner, and we have Markham, Ontario, Alexander Ray. Viv, I'm not sure where you're from. Are you from Markham as well? Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> we got a full Markham pod. Yeah. I used to be jo- from Markham. Now I'm in Toronto. Okay, nice. So full Markham pod, I guess, other than like, Aurora, but went to school in Markham, played hockey in Markham. So I'll just take like the honorary Markham title. Um, yeah. Did we all go to Bill Cutters here? Yeah, mm-hmm. all Bill Cutters yep. too. So there you go. Markham alumni and uh, pushing on strong. But we wanted to have you guys on this episode because you two have your own podcast. Uh, we're trying to diversify ourselves a little bit. We've only had one female guest on ever, uh, Jacqueline LaFontaine, back in. What 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 do you want to call it, McGee? Like the first run, like season one, I guess yeah. we, could, we could refer to it as. <laughs> season one, sure, season sure, one yeah. of the lads. Uh, Jacqueline joined us for an episode in McGee's basement, um, but we haven't had a female guest on since. So we were like trying to figure out how to diversify. And McGee messaged me yesterday and was like, hey, this other podcast, like they followed us on Instagram. Uh, we know them. They went to Bill Crothers. Uh, let's see if they want to collab. Let's see if they want to come on. I'm like, yeah, great idea. Like, let's let's do it. So, thank you guys for joining us. No problem. We're going on 18 episodes now of our podcast. <laughs> congrats, congrats. Tell us a little bit about it. What's it called? What do you guys talk about? Because I know I I was like stumbled across you guys on Instagram, and like I get a good chuckle. I see listen to your content. I'm like, wow, like this is amazing. Like the himbo thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, S-I-M-P, the squirrels in my pants. I'm on a Phineas and Ferb wave right now, so so I uh, I got a good laugh out of that one, too. But yeah, it's kind of funny, too, though, because like I when I saw the himbo, I thought like there's one person in particular that that like, really, really relates to, and it's someone we know really well, and it's Aang. Like, if you, if you <laughs> listen to their podcast and you hear the definition of the himbo, it's like, so I think it's someone you guys can, well, why don't you guys describe what the himbo is? A himbo is basically someone who's, it's like the male version of a bimbo. So it's someone that's really hot, but probably pretty stupid, but like a nice person. So the examples are like a golden retriever or a cronk from the empire's new school. Yeah, so Ang. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> friend of the show, uh, first ever guest of the lads and launch here is Jonathan Ang, like himbo. <laughs> like, but yeah, I think it's pretty funny. You guys have good content. So yeah, what 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 else do you guys talk about on your podcast? We're just Honestly, like, anything. Yeah, like we've talked about like everything from mental health to like skincare to conspiracy go- theories. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't know much about. <laughs> so in like a lot of ways, you guys are almost like the female version of our podcast. There's just um you guys talk a lot about sports though. We don't really do the sports thing. Okay. Um, but I would say, yeah, we started out just doing like health and fitness and then, cause Viv and I both like health and fitness and then we got into relationships a bit and then skin. And then we just wanted to diversify as well and do things that we hadn't done before. Cause we figured we crossed all the boxes. Nice. You just kind of a lifestyle pod for the, I guess, like 17 to 24 year old female, I guess, or male. Like you guys are touching on some good, uh, diverse topics. It's awesome. We've had guys on, we've had two guys. We've had a couple guys. yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and they've been super insightful. So I think we're doing about what, like what, uh, what, like insightful, what, what insight have they given you? So we had Anthony Trelli on for BDE, which stands for Big Dick Energy. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you're aware what Big Dick Energy is. Um, so we had him <laughs> for that, which is just when you do things and you're confident about yourself and it like radiates Big Dick Energy, um, which was a pretty yeah, but he episode. He also talked about we talked about everything in relationships mm-hmm. and we kind of we got both perspectives from him as a guy and us like as girls obviously so mm-hmm. that was like I think that was the whole draw on the draw to it mm-hmm. and like if men love bitches stuff like that like everything that we wanted to know about men we basically asked him and laid all the questions down um and it was pretty it was a pretty funny podcast I I like that episode a lot I think so why was it that you guys decided decided to start your own podcast um, like what was the inspiration behind it? Why did you guys want to do that? Cause I, I don't see too many like female podcasts out there other than like call well, daddies, es- especially, at, especially at like our age though. I feel like, well, I, I, yeah. I don't know if you're like, if you're like an older woman, I guess it's, it's more common, but I, yeah, you don't really see many young female podcasters out there. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just say that. When was it like April or something at the beginning yeah, of, quarantine, of quarantine? Yeah. yeah. Start of COVID. Alex just texts me and goes, do you want to start a podcast? And I, <laughs> and I was like, sure. And she was like, okay, like I'll get this started and this and this and getting our logo and everything. So mm-hmm. she obviously was the whole startup to it. And I just kind of like, went but like, I didn't expect you to be like, I don't know. And when you text someone that you don't expect them the next day to be like, when can we record? Because I said that to you and literally the next day. <laughs> yes. You're like, when can you record? And I was Quick like, oh, my God, on. shit, this is happening. Um, and we had no idea really what we were doing at all, which is kind of funny. We just yeah, kind of our first episode was so bad. <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we've been there. We've yeah. been there. It's our first episode just- didn't even get recorded. <laughs> <laughs> we sat there for like an hour and a half, probably. We like to say it was our best episode ever, but like no one will ever know because we, we literally forgot to hit the record button. So <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I think we were so nervous. Our voices were just it sounded robotic and mm-hmm. yeah. We wrote so many notes. I edited so much of it. And it, the first episode was like 14 minutes or something. And I spent so long on it because I was so nervous about like what we were saying and weren't going to say the right thing and stuff like that. And then I think we've realized that it doesn't matter what you say. You can say whatever you want because yeah. um, it's your own podcast. Yeah. So like how, awesome feeling. how would you guys like describe where you're at right now compared to where you were at the beginning? Because I know for McGee and I to look back on it, like we're on episode, we're recording episode 53 right now. And we think about the first episode, like we had all five of us sitting in a room. We had show notes written of like from minute by minute breakdown, yeah, minute zero to four fifty nine. We're going to talk about this. And then we're going to talk about that. And we thought we were going to be the greatest like sports podcast to ever walk this earth. And then now here we are, we sit down, I put a couple phone notes into a Google doc that we both look at and just hit record and see where it goes. And like, you guys kind of sound like you started in the same place but you're further behind in terms of only being on 18 episodes. Like how would you describe where you're at and like where you came from? I think it's interesting um, coming from, because 18 episodes means we've been doing it for 18 weeks, which seems like a pretty long time to be doing something like that. And it has, it's been like six months. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. But I do agree at the beginning, we were more structured Mm-hmm. with like our topics and everything and now we're just kind of like same as you we just write it down in a in a note that we the share day, the day before yeah the day before <laughs> Alex has all these things thought of from the whole week before and I'm like shit I have to think about everything <laughs> um but yeah and then we kind of just talk and then we don't really care about what we say we just mm-hmm. go with the flow mm-hmm. awesome. and I, I think, don't think- Oh, sorry, I was just gonna say I don't even think we've gotten the name of your podcast yet. Let's plug oh. it. Let's get yeah. it in there. <laughs> it's called um, Sassy, Classy, and a Tad Trashy. <laughs> so how'd you guys Great come name. up with that name? Yeah, how did we come up with that we name? We just like I remember we had a note going for a long time of things that we really wanted to talk about, right? And we were like, oh, let's call it Life of a Fit Girl or Fit Girl's Diary or so, it was something like some cheesy yeah. Show like but that. then we were like we're not gonna be talking about that the whole time so we mm-hmm. wanted something more ambiguous I guess 
and okay. we're sassy, classy, and tad trashy, like, most of the time. <laughs> like, mostly sassy um, and occasionally trashy and, like, a little bit of classy. So we just thought, like, it's perfect for us. Gotcha. Unreal. Yeah, it's a good name, honestly. That's that's it's okay. So, what I wanted to talk to you about, you guys were talking about how you had the male guests on, and they kind of answered your questions. So I got a question for you. I want to talk about like special occasions and holidays. Uh, so as <laughs> as you guys know, Halloween is coming up, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to talk to you a little bit about costumes, specifically about couples' costumes. So if you're in a relationship, when, when is like the earliest, like, is there any guideline? Let's say you've been with someone for like two months. Is that too soon for a couple's costume? And how do you feel about them just in general? I like couple's costumes. I think they're so cute. <laughs> I think, I think though you have to, it depends on the people obviously, but I'd rather something like funny or well done than something not executed well and like very cheesy. If that yeah. makes what what would you yeah, like, what's an example of really cheesy like i feel like it, so keep it in an angel awesome. or like the oh yeah, i see okay that's yeah. lame i yeah. think one's like matching zombies or like matching mummies or something like that i like that okay yeah yeah that's good too i uh i don't know i i, I saw one person be like curious george and the man in the yellow hat like i thought that was pretty <laughs> awesome uh that's a good costume um, yeah, like I, I kind of back them. I kind of back Halloween costs, like couples costumes. I, I think they can do... also be cringy too. They could be extremely cringy, and then you risk the point. Like if you're in a new relationship, then you just are a cringy new couple. And... <laughs> yeah, but do you think? Do you think people will like? Do you think that's a deal breaker in a relationship? If like your significant other comes to you and he's be like, like they propose this costume, and is this, it's like, no, man, like. No, like this ruin. Does it ruin a little bit of it? Like, <laughs> it should probably be like how'd a joint. Upset yeah, like but if agreement like, that you're both gonna be that it's if not they, like proposed a shitty costume i just i don't think i'd look at this, them the same after that. yeah true like if a guy came up to me and was like want to be salt Let's and be pepper a devil and an angel. yeah it's like come on man <laughs> i'd be like uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah knock it at that point like ketchup and mustard that one's like so basic as well i think you got to go with like some really like complex ones yeah like really if, like, out there even if people don't even know who they are, like as long as you guys are having a good time doing it, like I think that's. I'm, I'm or like, cool. sorry, or like a couple characters from a show, like Jim and Pam. Oh, that's yeah. good. I'd love that. Or like, I uh, I watched School of Rock recently because it was on Netflix. I, I oh, was like, great movie. I, yeah, great, fantastic movie. I had in my mind, I'm like, I saw like the interaction between Miss Mullins and Spider, and I'm like, oh my god, that would be such a legendary couple's costume, like just shirtless with just the leather sleeves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, there's that one that so I good. went as one time and I just did, I never did couples costumes. So I did it one time and it was uh, TJ and Spinelli from Recess. Yeah, that's good too, man. What a that show. Was a good one. Yeah, we did plug Re- uh, Disney's Recess last episode. Mikey, the singing from Mikey. Oh, and McGee, by the way. So, a little bit from last episode, my mom pulled out some uh, sheet music. And told me that she can teach me for uh how do you say it for elise for elise she told me she can teach me yeah yeah yeah. so it is a beethoven song so good on us it is a piano is a percussion instrument so good for you you nailed that one i knew it yeah so we were we were on par at least we weren't saying like some absurd blasphemy on last podcast like we were on par yeah we just didn't know but uh, yeah, so she's going to teach me how to play the piano. So I'm going to be a whiz on the keys by like just tickling the December. <laughs> We're going to be playing the chain together. You're going to be playing the guitar and I'll be playing the piano. Yeah. yeah, I still haven't started, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't started. Oh my God, man. We're running out of time. Like October I know. 17th. I know. And your deadline is December 15th that you guys have, <sighs> to, you have to play the guitar. Yeah. 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 Not good. Okay. So. Um, one thing that we talked about in the last episode as well, I kind of want to get your perspective on it. One of our, this or that's was be able to play any instrument or be able to, uh, play or be able to sing, have an amazing singing voice. So after the episode, my dad pulls this video up on YouTube to show me. And it was kind of like, because one of the things we talked about was if you're in a bar or you're in like a hotel lobby or something, what would you guys find more impressive if somebody could sit down and like play the shit out of a grand piano or if someone came over beside them and was an incredible singer 
Like, what would be more impressive to you guys? What would you guys be like, oh, my God, like, who is that guy? Piano for me. I think, like, guitar. <laughs> if you could shred it on, like, an electric guitar or the drums, I'd, I don't know. Like, no, piano- I mean, just, like, instrument, like, over voice. Like, any okay. instrument over voice. Okay. So I don't you- know. It just takes more – I think it takes more skill to learn an instrument and more, like, dedication versus having a voice, which neither Viv and I, Viv and I have <laughs> – uh, we have horrible singing voices. So <laughs> I feel like it's something you're born with or you're not. And then you have that talent on top of that. So, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Cause I picked the singing voice and McGee picked playing any instrument. Yeah, but- I do. I just think that the singing voice is just so much more invasive. Like when are you, whenever you're going to like sit down beside somebody and just start like belting out a tune, <laughs> like just like singing to somebody, like it just doesn't happen. No. Yeah. I agree with that too. I was thinking, cause you were, you were saying if you were somewhere and someone just started like playing piano really well, like that would be, a super nice thing to hear to listen to right. if someone just started like like for example Adele has an amazing voice but she can like sometimes you don't want to be listening to Adele like belt out <laughs> like her songs right fair enough so fair enough so what like the context after the fact was my dad shows me this YouTube video and in one of the Disney hotel lobbies some guy works for Disney obviously is sitting there playing the grand piano and just a father and his daughter walk by and the dad is wearing a Seattle Seahawks jersey, which I thought was so funny. But he's like this bigger guy walks up to the piano, stands beside the guy and is like looking at the sheet music and then just starts singing opera next to the guy. Like beautiful voice. And people are literally walking by in the lobby and just stopping and like staring. You can see them in the background with like their mouths open, just staring at this guy being like, oh my God, he's the guy singing. So that's what kind of, after I saw the video, I was like, you know what, maybe like, maybe the singing would do it, but I don't know. You guys seem to have different. I think opera is different though. I think opera would be different than like singing. Yeah. Opera is another skill that you would have had to have learned if you could already sing. So like, I don't think everyone's born an opera singer. That's something you have to get the pitch for. You have to get the range for. So that's why I still say instrument because I don't have pitch or range. Gotcha. Somebody who said they can't sing, you know an awful lot about about singing voices, <laughs> yeah. musical genres. Yeah. I've been trying oh, to some, some, like train myself to learn how to sing because really? everyone makes fun of me for it. Yes. So when I drive home and stuff, I'll play um, like songs from burlesque and stuff that have like long, like, like Christina wings. Aguilera, yes. Tough Lover. Yes. And I'll try and do it because I get made fun of all the time and. It's not going that well, but I'm trying. It's okay. I'm on the same boat as you. I don't know how to sing, and I'm really bad, but I still do it anyways. You have to, like, think of the pitch, though, in your head, and I don't think anyone thinks of that, that you actually have to, like, singing is, like, the same thing as pressing, like, keys on a keyboard. It's, like, you have to go with that range, which, like, most people just sing. Huh. Yeah, my, my yeah. dad watches a shit ton of like reality uh, singing competitions, like The Voice, American Idol, you name it. Like big fan of those like competition shows. And one of the judges, I overheard them say like, if you can think of the note in your head, like you can sing. Mm-hmm. So hey, I mean, I feel like everybody can sing if if you can think. Anyways, <laughs> like not everybody. Can, not if you can, can think, you can sing. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, that's but... literally a sound of music song, but um... if you can think, you can sing. Really? I think so. I think it's something like that. Yeah. Huh. Well, uh, this topic came up because of one of our this or that's in in our last episode. And uh, since you guys are joining us for the whole episode, we kind of wanted to give you the full Lads and Lawn Chairs experience. So with that being said, I think it's time we hit into our, uh, our first segment of the show, This or That. So we're now getting into our most beloved segment, this or that. Everybody knows the rules. You can only pick one of the options and what you pick, you have to stick with for the rest of your life. So the first this or that question is, would you rather have five brothers or five sisters? So five brothers or five sisters. Um, hmm. Okay, so this one I, I put in here because my mom asked me it the other day. And... Uh, 
it's kind of funny for me because I have siblings, right? Like as you, McGee, and like <laughs> my my perspective on it was kind of funny because my mom told me my sister's answers, but she didn't tell me until after I gave my answer. So I have two sisters; they're they're twins to each other. Um, and my answer was I said five brothers, but my perspective on it was thinking of two things. So one, um, I've only had two sisters my whole life. I've never had brothers. So like, I kind of would want to know like what it's like to have brothers. And then two, there was no specification that you have to get rid of your sisters. So yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. I can just add you have five seven, brothers. No, actually, yeah, true, true. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe that too. But that being said, I've had sisters. So I'll tell you guys my sister's answer though. They both said five brothers. <laughs> so I okay, kind of well, felt pretty bad after I said it. I was like, oh shit. But they also grew up with a brother and a sister. So like, I don't know, different. What was their rationale to it? So that they could keep you as a brother? <laughs> no, I don't know what the rationale was actually. They just both chose five brothers. So Because I would choose five brothers as well. And why would that be? Well, I have a brother, even though like me and him don't have that good of a relationship, but like, because I'm more of an introvert, I would rather just have five brothers that are like super close to each other and like do everything together. And they're like a group and I'm just kind of like their sister, but having five sisters, I would have constantly be like always, I don't know. I feel like I would be more engaged with them. Yeah. And also that's just like more people, like more female energy to like annoy me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't but have that's... any siblings though. So this one's like tough for me because I don't know what, it, I have like a stepbrother, but I don't know what it's like to have like a brother or sister that's been like born with you since birth and get into fights and stuff. And I don't know which, what fighting with a boy or a girl would be better or like the bathroom situation and stuff like that. Like, I don't even know where to well, start. Well, like this. bathroom situation for girls, girls take super long in the bathroom, yeah. right? But guys stink up the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, you're not wrong. Like, yeah, like, I, have a, I, I have a brother, I have a brother and a sister. Um, I will say like girls do take longer in the bathroom and I guess like their their products and stuff like their makeup and whatnot like brushes hair dryers like takes up a lot of room but they're just generally cleaner mm-hmm. like my brother's like my brother's like uses the toothpaste and gets the toothpaste like everywhere I was like dude like how the hell is that is that possible <laughs> like smudged everywhere in the sink it's um, exactly <laughs> I don't know I think I don't know I think I'd go with five brothers though I just think I I I wouldn't want to be outnumbered like that. I'd, I'd like, I'd get, I'd get the shit beaten out of me all the time because I did growing up. Like, that just happened. But with f- four more on top of that, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I'd still take the five brothers, though. Right. Yeah. And, like, I – so since I grew up with one brother, like, my brother would always, like, fight me. But <laughs> the, fa- <laughs> the fact that it would be five brothers, like, the brothers would just fight each other. Then they'd just leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. That's a good that's a good uh, motive there. I live in a house though with five girls. So those are technically like my five sisters if we're going to call it that. And it's honestly like pretty incredible. Like everyone's clean, everyone sticks to themselves. Obviously we're not related, but I honestly don't think I'd mind that at all. Okay. Hmm. So you're going with five sisters? Yeah, I think it'd be fun. And the people I know that have all sisters um, like one of my good family friends has all sisters and they're so close, so nice with each other. You can borrow all their clothes, which is something you forget. Um, you get all their hand-me-downs and you can get their fake IDs. So <laughs> that's, that's a, a good that's point. True. But, but do you really think it's been like that all the way up? Like I think between no, the ages I've, of 12 I've and been 15 in that is house. like hellish. No, I've been in that house and I've had like hairbrushes whipped at me. I've been involved in the <laughs> fights too. But you like come out of it on the other side and love each other and do shit for each other. So I don't know. Yeah, that is one okay, one thing is, I yeah. can say is like going to OC's house, uh, like Ben O'Callaghan, one of the original lads. Um, he has a younger brother. Um, <laughs> and Joey is like kind of like all of our younger brother. But we would go there after school and like before practices and stuff uh, in high school and the fights we would all get in with him was so funny. I guess it was like having a brother. Like one time he literally hit me across the face with a textbook 
Like we were playing, we were playing video games and I started chirping him cause I was dummying him in 2k and he just picked up a textbook and just whacked me across the face with it and like turned into just a full on brawl. And it's like, that stuff was so much fun. <laughs> like I love that. <laughs> Getting yeah, to do I that. feel like guys love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, all right. I, I was the youngest. I was the youngest, and like I got my sh- every time I acted up like that, I got the shit handed to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, next one here. Um, be reborn with perfect knowledge of your previous lives, or be immortal. That's interesting because in all movies where people are immortal, like vampires and stuff, they're always really unhappy. And they always yeah. wish that they weren't. Okay. Well, that's true, actually. So you're, wait, are you only reborn once of knowledge of your f- yeah. one other previous yeah. life? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that no, one. Actually, I think, but the thing is, it's previous lives. So I think it's like all of your previous lives. I yeah, think I, just the way one. I interpreted it was like you die now or you die like whenever at the end of this life and you just remember everything from this life and all the ones previous. And then, like, that's it. Like, that's just, you get that one go. The way I interpret it is, like, you remember, you're reborn, I guess, after this life, but then you remember all the lives or lives you may or may not have had prior to this current life where we have right now. Oh, okay. So, like, let's say I was, like, um, LeBron James, like, last <laughs> life. Actually, I guess he's still alive. It's an awful example. But, like, mm-hmm. let's say I was, like, Frank Sinatra last life. Okay. You remember that? You have like those talents then of Frank Sinatra? Oh, oh I wish. No, like, <laughs> I like, okay. I I don't know. Because like, think I'm to take... what extent can you remember stuff? Like, can you remember your talents or just the life that you had? Probably, probably everything. Probably yeah, like, like your, everything. your relationships, like your siblings, your family, like your experiences. I, I'm I'm gonna say everything. So I think like leave you in kind of a confusing spot because it wouldn't just be one life you have to remember. You remember all of them. And I think that could lead to some challenges with regards to like, like kind of your identity. Like who, who am I? All these <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like which one am I? My whole I, That would thing, freak me out a little bit. Yeah. My whole thing with the living, like being immortal, it depends like how old I can get. Like if I like live to a hundred, like, if I'm immortal, but like super old the whole time, or am I immortal like this the whole time? I, I think for the sake <laughs> of the argument, we'll say you're young the whole time. Okay, then like you don't I, would, I would choose that probably. Okay. I think I I'm going so with knowledge of previous lives. I think the knowledge of previous lives would be really cool for assignments and stuff. <laughs> if you were in university and you could like... Like, like history tell, tell me about yourself or like you have this wonderful conception of world history you don't even need to go to class um or also you're just like more grateful for like things people have done for you in the past or you can see the way the world kind of worked back then and i don't know i think that'd be kind of cool i think i agree i think it would be super cool but then how many people would actually believe you they, they'd think you were insane you'd be like yeah oh, like, that's that what i was gonna say life that's like the downfall and then your, teacher, your prof grading it would be like what the hell is this woman talking about like <laughs> You're just like, next thing you know, you're getting like referred to, to the, like the insane asylum. <laughs> you knew oh how to check God. this guy out, run him through like a, a mental examination here. Yeah. Cause you're like writing about, yeah, I did this in the 18th century. And they're like, what the, like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of like that movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. The person changes um, what they look like on the outside every day. They wake up and they're a different person every day, but they're still the same person inside. So every time, yeah, it's like a teen movie, but every time they meet someone, they have to be like, no, it's me. I promise. Or they wake up in a new location and like stuff like that. It's kind of like that. And you have to like navigate your new identity each time. Interesting. That is, that is wild. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. I'm going with knowledge of previous lives. So I'm going with immortal. Viv. Uh, The immortal one, if I can stay. I'm knowledge of previous okay. lives. I think that'd be dope. Okay, yeah, split right down the middle. And the last question we have for you: Would you rather sleep with sand in your bed, or walk with stones in your shoes? You How much mind, you sand think- are we talking? And what shoes like, am I wearing? I feel like um, the amount of sand Asics. that's in your bed. <laughs> I feel like the amount of sand that's in your bed has to be enough that it's just—it's like, a noticeable amount. Yeah, it's like, it's an, like uncomfortable an uncomfortable amount. amount. Like. 
if you were to lay down on the beach, you'd probably feel comfortable because it's just sand everywhere. It's like a big cushy sand blanket. Whereas if it's sand in your bed, like it's gritty. It's not, it's not good. You're getting like a really rocks out of my shoes. No, No, never. They're (laughs) always in your shoes. How big are the rocks? Like, are they like pebbles? pebbles? Yeah, Yeah, they're they're pebbles. pebbles. But they're sharp too. They're like they're filed down. Like they're the point. Like <laughs> <laughs> when oh I wear God. Crocs and they fall. really out. hard. No, 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 no Crocs. They never fall out. You have to wear dress shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's really hard. I think I'm going to sand in the bed because I feel like it would be more uncomfortable than painful. Whereas I think the stones in your shoes would just be painful. Like yeah. imagine you're trying to go for a run and you've got stones in your shoes. Like no, like no, no, thank you. Also, with the sand in your bed, as soon as you fall asleep, you don't care anymore. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Like, as soon as you fall asleep, it wouldn't really bother you that much, and I'm sure you'd get used to it. You'd probably just get like a light exfoliation every night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think you guys, I think you guys are all psychopaths, and here's why: <laughs> if I, if I am, I, if I'm ever lucky enough one day to have somebody else sleep in my bed, then they'll have to experience it too, and that's just selfish. Like you can't have a guest over and be like, "Why is your bed sandy?" That's like, I that's really crazy. love the beach. I really yeah, love the beach. True. So I'm gonna have to just like, this is a pain. This is a burden that I want to just place on my own shoulders and just like just live with it and not have anyone else realize my pain. But like, and I don't want to be someone like may that. never sleep in your bed, so maybe yeah, probably not. <laughs> maybe not, but at least I, if they do, I'll be prepared. Okay. It's like I saw a tweet where it's like, oh, like I, it would be the day I'm wearing basketball shorts as underwear to, like, that I lose my virginity. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> like that kind of uh, situation. Shout out, shout out Ryan Hunt of Tim's Review, guys. We got to get him back on the pod. He's a funny dude. <laughs> yes, he is a funny guy. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going sand in the bed for sure. Also, like I think if you if you want to be with me and like you want to sleep in my bed like you got to deal with it with me otherwise like at some point i'm just going to be like the annoying partner always complaining about rocks in my shoes and be like yeah fuck up like it's just a part of my life you got to live with it (laughs) yeah you could always tell them it's like the sandman you know like the sandman that like makes you go to sleep yeah 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 like isn't there the song too like mr sandman yeah oh yeah 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 it could just be like oh the sandman visited me last night <laughs> oh my god <laughs> where is he where is he like <laughs> he's hiding in your closet or something like oh my god i don't know how i'd take that yeah oh my the sandman's out to get me oh it's terrifying all right well that was a good this or that thank that you guys for uh <laughs> participating in that with us um <laughs> on <laughs> I can't get the sand out of my head. <laughs> um, we, talk, we talked a little bit about couples Halloween costumes, um, but with Halloween coming up around the corner and honestly, Halloween probably getting canceled this year because of all the COVID stuff. I kind of wanted to like take a trip down memory lane and talk about some Halloween costumes you guys have worn and uh, stuff like that. So if you could say like, if you could think of your best Halloween costume, or maybe like your worst Halloween costumes, what would they be? So I can I can start it off here. I think the best Halloween costume I ever wore, and I have to give a huge shout out to my mom and my grandma because they used to hand make every Halloween costume that we wore. Um, one year I went as like the Mad Hatter and wow. it was insane. We had like full, I had a full like top hat, brims, like the cards in the hat, the full suit, wig, makeup, like everything. I was decked out. Um, I've gone as a Jedi, um, Elvis, a knight, like those are all top tier costumes. The one that I can say was bad. And I don't think it was bad because of the quality of the costume. Like it was incredible quality, but I would never, ever, ever be allowed to wear it today. Like if someone pulled this picture up, they'd be like, I'd not be allowed jobs. You'd be canceled. Yeah, yeah, I would be canceled. Like cancel culture would take over. I fully went as, um, what is the proper way to say it? Um, a native? <laughs> an indigenous person. Yes, an indigenous yeah. person. So I had the full headdress. And like, I'm pretty sure I might have been carrying like a bow and arrow or something. That like, is bad. The full thing. Like, yeah. So that was probably, yeah, not good. <laughs> I went yeah, as like I don't know, the man. morph suit like, one year and that was like the lamest one I went as. That's but, lame. Bro. Yeah. 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 Very basic of you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I, I, wait, I can think of. Yeah, top wait, it, top it. Wait, this isn't me, but. You Alex, always have pretty good Halloween costumes, though, Viv. They're me, really like, thought no, out. No, yeah. I can think of a, of a good one for me, which I'll say after. But for you, I specifically remember, I think it was when you are in grade <laughs> seven or eight. Uh, this is the one I was going to say. <laughs> and you were like an old man and you wore a <laughs> A bald cap and like a wrinkled mask or something. Oh, and I got a pregnancy belly. And I, so I went to, that's the one I was going to say for the worst one ever. Cause all my friends went as like Robin Hood and like cute little, like, I don't know what you dress up as in grade seven. And I thought it'd be a great idea to be an old Italian man. And so I went to With a well, beer belly. Hey, yes. <laughs> Why does his ethnicity have to be brought into it? <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't he just be an old man? He had to be Italian. Because so I went to Walmart and I bought like a a velour sweatsuit, um, and then a wife beater. Okay. And then I went to like get a Halloween costume and I got the pregnancy belly. And then I had this like mask with a mustache, like Mario on it. And then I wore like a hat, like an old man hat that like Robert De Niro would wear. And so I wore that oh. all night. And I was, <laughs> I, know exactly what you're talking about. I was convinced the entire night that everyone thought I was an old man. And so I remember like chasing little kids and <laughs> <laughs> like being like, mm. I just remember seeing pictures of you with all the other girls and they were all like, yeah, like cute things like fairies and blah, blah, blah. And you're just on the side, like sticking your belly out. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the worst um, idea ever. It was not cute at all. So oh, well, to make up for that travesty, what was, what was your best Halloween costume? Um, probably one year my dad and I built an entire robot costume. We went to Home Depot and we got like air ducts as my arms. I had like seven arms and then we got like light up things for like my chest and it was built out of a cardboard box and we spray painted the entire thing silver. And that was like my favorite Halloween costume ever. And it was so sick and no one had anything like it. It was just really hard to transport. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can imagine like sitting in the car in a cardboard box on your way to school yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like you've had really cool Halloween costumes like that. Mine have been all basic. Like I would say my best one was in first year university. Mm-hmm. I was well, I did too. I was one night Cleopatra, which was pretty cool. One, that one was really pretty. And then the other night, weren't you a witch or something? No, I was a ninja. Yes. And I had like the mask before, like we had to be wearing them every day and like a sword and like the gloves and everything. So I'd say those are my best, but I can't think of one that I'm like cringing about. Like in elementary school, I was like a bumblebee. Like I was always something super basic. When I you think. went as like Greece, that was kind of cringe. <laughs> it was okay I would say that's my worst because I went as Sandy and I look nothing yeah. like Sandy yeah yeah like <laughs> Sandy's white blonde curly hair <laughs> and I'm the opposite of that <laughs> <laughs> I think like Alex have you seen, seen those TikToks of like uh your old man costume just reminded me of this those TikToks where it's like oh what do you want to be for Halloween and the girl's like oh like the just brothers and like oh which one and she's like all three and it was like this really like awful, it was like a TikTok trend for a bit where people were showing off their childhood Halloween costumes. One was like E.T. and just their little eye holes were poking out. Of or like, it's like, head um, on top of head. one of them's like the sound of like Mean Girls where it's like on Halloween, we like to be yeah, yeah, yeah. like that one. And then it's like your friends Smart. as an old man. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Oh, for me, I think my best Halloween costume, I don't know, it was really easy, but it was like mobile and like, it got the message across. I was a crayon. So I had this like big, like yellow, like it was like a thing of felt. It was in first year. Everybody's like trying so hard to like impress people in first year and like be like the coolest thing ever. And I just like had like my parents like couples Halloween costume from the 80s or whatever. Like I was like this big felt, like almost dress thing. I looked like just like, looked like an idiot. And then it came with like a little yellow, like pointy hat. And I was just like waddling around the halls. <laughs> that's probably my best. It was just so easy and like mobile. And then my worst one, not worst, but like, no one understood it. I was kind of upset about it. Like, I was coming back from hockey practice, and I was late. Hadn't, like, didn't have time for anything. So I slept on, like, a horse mask. And then I had, like, a, like, hi, my name is, like, Sticker. And I just wrote, like, Sarah Jessica Parker on it. 
and then oh like nobody god. nobody understood it what was oh my gosh <laughs> like she looks well, like a horse people just make fun of sarah jo- yeah yes i've never heard that jo- before and i love you've sarah never jo- heard that comparison no. i know people yeah people always compare her like i didn't make the comparison Who compares her to that but, like i, I just, just the internet to people <laughs> men. Men. men yeah <laughs> Tip- typical men typical <laughs> men but yeah i think um i'm super disappointed though this year because my house and i well we still probably will do it but i think we're gonna be either men in black or oh, I love that. Or the what? Matrix. So we'd all dress in like leather and like wear sunglasses. Um, because we saw the one last year that was going around about Pitbull where everyone was like a different type of Pitbull. Oh, those are always hilarious. Like the yeah. different types of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. or like, Yeah, it was it so funny. So we're like, we have to be different types of Matrix um, or Men in Black, which I think would be super cool. Yeah, I think that that would be cool. My My roommate this year wants to be, you know, that it's kind of turned into a meme right now of Robert Patterson <laughs> standing yes. in front of the, in his kitchen with the tracksuit. Yes. <laughs> That's what she wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Hopefully I, it works out. I think it was like two years ago, three years ago. I went as a uh, Mason Ramsey, like the Yodo kid. I had like a cowboy hat and the button up shirt and a bow tie and my shirt t- tucked in my pants and stuff and like cowboy Genius. boots and everything. That was pretty good. Just relevant, relevant too. Yeah. McGee, I think you could be, uh, I think you could pull off, like we talked with the bowling guy. Uh, oh, what's yeah. his name? Pete Weber. Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you could pull off a mean, uh, I'm going to have to think of how to say his name. Um, guy Fieri. You know? Guy like, Fieri. Yeah, the, the cook <laughs> of like the town. Yeah. That you could pull I that could, man. I, I already have like the frosted tips kind of, but I think yeah. what my roommate and I were talking, because I have like, if I take off my hat, I've got like a fro and a half. So I just like, kind of hide it. But my roommate and I were talking about being like Simon and Garfunkel and then like, <laughs> okay. creating like the album cover. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to do that. He's got like long black hair. I've got like the blonde fro. So, I mean, it would just work. It would just work. Go to Value Village, get like match their outfits and bada bing, bada boom. Get yeah, that'd be a picture on your hands. Are you guys yeah. still going to celebrate Halloween, you think? Yeah, for sure. Friends. I like with the roommates and maybe you have like a handful of other people, but it won't be like a huge Halloween party. Yeah. I'm supposed to be going on like a company like getaway that weekend. So uh, maybe I'll just show up wearing a costume one day and see how it plays <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on the topics of like Halloween and holidays coming up and we had Thanksgiving last weekend. Um. First of all, how were you guys Thanksgivings? What did you guys get up to? I did nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because my family is all in Vancouver, so. Okay. Yeah. So did you end up having like Thanksgiving dinner or anything or you just. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I just, to hear. I just hung out with friends and actually, no, I had a, a Friendsgiving thing with okay. three of my friends and we ordered. Um, yeah, we got donuts. It was super good. And. I think we ordered Chick-fil-A. You did. Yeah, we ordered Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you in the episode. <laughs> yeah, and it was amazing. So that part was good, but no family things for me. Okay. For me, my roommates, they all live in Vancouver. So I brought them to my place up north, and we just cooked ourselves our own Thanksgiving dinner, and it was super cute. Um, super proud of us for actually cooking a turkey and doing all the good stuff, like stuffing and everything. So that was really fun. Um, so what did you guys have in your Thanksgiving dinner, Alex? Like what you guys made like a traditional Thanksgiving dinner? We had turkey. We went to the Loblaws and there was no green beans or no Brussels sprouts. So that was a bit disappointing, but then we had sweet potato mash with pecans on top, which was amazing. That sounds Um, so good. Um, we had to resort to asparagus as our choice of green. And we also had regular mashed potatoes. We had gravy and yeah i think that was pretty much it oh and stuffing but made with bread okay so one of the things we talked about was like mandatory dishes to have at your thanksgiving meal and we put out a little promo clip earlier this week from it and we were what we were talking about like what we thought we had to have and one of the things is actually kind of funny one of my buddies from school matt strezos he sent me a message and he was like Gravy can be a meal if you really try. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Super thick. Make it super yeah. 
All I could think about though was like chalet sauce because like I could just drink chalet sauce. That stuff is so good. But anyways, one of like one of the dishes that I brought up that you should have at Thanksgiving dinner, or at least I normally or I have a lot, is carrots and maple syrup. So have I you guys saw, had that? Because I saw that you said that, and I've never had that except it sounds really good. So maybe I will have that next it's time. Really but good. We have that at our Thanksgiving. I just, we didn't do it this year. It's some, really yeah. Yeah. But something that my family does, which is like kind of similar is squash or sweet potato. I forget which one it is. They're so similar, but I think it's squash with brown sugar. Yeah. It would be squash and marshmallows. Yep. Yeah. marshmallows Ooh, I, yeah i've had the brown sugar squash but i've never never added the marshmallows how does that the marshmallow really get good. added like what's that what it's like it's like you have it on a pan and then like the bottom layer is the squash then you do a layer of like brown sugar and then like a thin layer of marshmallows on the top oh that sounds so good <laughs> yeah, it's so amazing. good it's more like a dessert really mm-hmm. right well, now I feel left out because like half of the half of the like Zoom room here has tried the carrots and and maple syrup. I, I gotta. I feel hey, like but have you tried sweet there. potato and pecans on top? No, I've that, that sounds good too. Amazing, yeah. amazing. The sweet potato mashed with pecans, and you can't go wrong with it. Okay. Like candy well, pecans. Oh, that's actually incredible. How do you guys feel about like, because I know everybody is rants and raves about how great Thanksgiving leftovers are and like turkey sandwiches and whatnot. This is my, maybe it's a hot take. I, I honestly think Thanksgiving leftovers are overrated. No, I think I'd much I, rather I love any left. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd much rather have like leftover. I think leftover pizza, like cold pizza is better than like cold turkey, like, like leftover Thanksgiving dinner. It's just you not the same. It, <laughs> you floss. I don't it. know, man. I don't know. I no. think cold, th- like Thanksgiving dinner leftovers are not as good as they were but, the night before. But why? But because I just think like the disparity between how good pizza is and then how good it is the day after is it's a much smaller gap than the, the difference between the taste of Thanksgiving dinner that day and Thanksgiving dinner the next day. But you're putting it okay. So you're putting it into like relative terms in terms of relative, like, relative leftovers terms, relative of terms. like other things. Um, yes i don't know i just and i'm just see... not a big i'm not a big turkey guy as it is so that maybe that has something to do with it and i'm not a big cranberry sauce guy mm, so maybe that's why <laughs> that's probably that's probably I, what it is i almost but. agree with you a little bit though because i feel like thanksgiving is one of those things that you have once and you're kind of like that was good but i don't know if i want to have it like again um because it's so filling and like a lot yeah exactly but i think it's all oh keep going sorry well i was just gonna say and you can have like some of the things that are left over, but I wouldn't be having it for a week straight after versus pizza, which I agree with you. I could eat it for a week straight after. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I can't, I can't eat pizza every single day, but what I was going to say is that I think that like the reason why it doesn't taste as good the next day is because it's not like Thanksgiving anymore. Like on Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 yeah, On Thanksgiving, you're like, yes, Thanksgiving dinner, like with my family, da da da. It's like this whole thing. And then then the next day it's kind of just like food. So it's like part of the aura of the dinner adds to the taste. But pizza, when you're having pizza, it's just like you're having pizza. I think the other thing- Pizza is always a spectacle. (laughs) (laughs) But did you guys make your own- Like, Ryan, did you make your own Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, I I helped. Well, I didn't actually I didn't actually like make it, but I was in the kitchen and just kind of. So like, I feel like for for me, because I made my own Thanksgiving dinner, I was more willing to eat it afterwards because I made yeah. it myself and I bought. The yeah, that's true. Myself, stuff like that. It's the labor of love. For but sure. I feel like if your mom or your family makes it for you, you're less willing to eat it because it's just like. No, nah, I disagree because I think for well, me at least, I'm just. I when it, I don't make it and then I get to have it the first time, I'm more uh, like in the thing. Are you grateful? Spirit, Are I'm you more yeah, thankful yeah. that the food <laughs> yeah. was made for me and now I have food for the rest of the week. <laughs> coming coming back from university, eating chicken, rice, and frozen veg for the last like three weeks, and then it's like, oh my god, I have a meal that I don't have to like make anymore, or like I don't have to make myself. Mm-hmm. No more KD, no more like bowls of cereal and like, what was that? The like, Uncle Ben's. <laughs> Yeah, Uncle rice. Ben's rice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninety second rice. <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a meal that I don't have to cook for myself. I'm yeah. grateful for that. But I, I understand where you're coming from. Like it definitely is. I think cooking is one of those things where I don't think I could ever get like into it, into it, just because 
I don't know. I find like it's so much preparation and work and you like just scarf it down oh, and, yeah. and so quickly and it's disappointing. <laughs> so yeah. anticlimactic. Yeah, our turkey wasn't cooked. It was literally red when we we're about to eat it and we were like, shit, what the hell do we do now? <laughs> and so we had to put it in and wait another hour. Oh, no. So, yeah. But I have a question for you guys. What about Christmas? So Ooh. I know Christmas is coming, sort of coming up, whatever. It's in like two months. But Christmas you have something different and what is the thing that you can't go without on Christmas? I have like something different every year with my family. Like sometimes we'll order Indian, <laughs> like sometimes we'll no, go for cool. Chinese. Yeah. And like, obviously with my Chinese side of the family, I'll have Chinese food. And then with my white side of the family, we have basic white food. So <laughs> there's nothing really for me. That's a go-to thing. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to think of it. I think I have the same thing on Christmas dinner that I have on Thanksgiving. I have like shepherd's pie and um, roast beef. Huh. Yeah, roast beef is a big one. I on also Christmas like I've, day. I've had ham pretty frequently, like ham and like honey mustard kind of th- like situation. I've had that before. Um, I, but I'm gonna go like a little bit different. I'm gonna talk about breakfast. Thanks, because I think feel like Christmas breakfast is more important than Christmas dinner. Okay. Um, like Christmas Eve dinner, I always have seafood. I'm kind of copying the Italian people who have like the seafood on Christmas Eve. I've gotten into that tradition. Mm-hmm. But Christmas morning, eggs Benedict all day, every day. Always make like homemade eggs Benny. And like it's been a Christmas tradition, like eggs Benedict. It's the go-to. So for our for our Christmas, um, we go always go to my mom's parents' house on like that side of the family. So it's my mom, uh, like us, my mom's sister and her kids go over to our grandparents' house. And like we all stay there on Christmas Eve, order food Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, we get up and our Christmas breakfast is like scones and uh, French toast and like stuff like that. Like we don't really have like a set, like big meal of breakfast. It's always like different, like omelets and things like that. But then always, always, always the next morning after Christmas, cause we stay Christmas night, eggs, Benny, just immediate, <laughs> like always it's, a, it's automatic. A lock. Yeah. It's a lock. We're having eggs, Benny the next day. I love eggs, Benny, but I've never actually made it. Yeah, neither. Like it's my, it's my, it's my go-to. Like when I go to like a breakfast restaurant or something. Yeah, but if I were to make something, like I'd be making pancakes or French toast. Yeah, I feel like French toast is a really Christmas. French toast and pancakes are a very Christmas vibe. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, French toast is a yeah. I I see that. Yeah, I don't know. I like Christmas breakfast, whatever it is. Like it's, it always tastes better in the morning. You know, you're gonna open your gifts. You're all excited. Like it's dope. I love Christmas breakfast. <laughs> um, on the topic of Christmas, I wanted to ask you guys because at work the other day, one of the one of the guys I work with, first thing in the morning, we get there. It's still dark outside at like seven seven fifteen. This guy is dancing and singing. Uh, I want to wish you a merry Christmas. I'm like looking at my like phone. I'm like, man, it's October 15th or 14th. Like, how the hell are you singing Christmas music already? And he's like, oh, no, it's never too early for Christmas music. So I want to ask you guys, do you guys think it's ever too early for Christmas music? Or could you listen to it all year? Or what's the situation there? I think it has to come after Halloween. Okay. Because yeah, right now, Halloween music. Right now, if I'm listening to music, like themed music, it's Halloween music. But what kind of Halloween theme music? The only Halloween song I can think of is, um, you know, like that, do the There's, monster mash. Do or like, mash. Adam Sandler, <laughs> like that song. Adam <laughs> Thriller. Thriller. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oogie Boogie. <laughs> What's that one? Oh, I, I heard... forgot about all these songs. <laughs> There's that like skeleton one on TikTok now, too. Like the, I don't know how it goes, but it's a song about a skeleton. <laughs> there's definitely more christmas music though for sure oh wait yeah, yeah yeah way more everybody i feel like everybody who's anybody has a christmas album out i feel like we should release one we should make a christmas yeah, album a together. lad's christmas album yeah it would probably sound like dying cats but sure yeah. <laughs> hey we'll do our best yeah what's your, okay so i'm kind of on i kind of like that like the no christmas season until after halloween so then you can hey, i don't actually it. agree with that but you continue well, what what's your perspective so, on it then? I would listen to Christmas music anytime. It's so happy. Like Justin Bieber, Mistletoe, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, Alex loves her Christmas music. Christmas okay. is my favorite season the entire year. So even after Christmas, I'll still be listening to Christmas music. 
literally December 1st, Christmas music on. I agree with the Halloween statement, but as soon as it's December, Christmas music on, candles going, stockings up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I I agree. I think it's like December first, automatic, like full on Christmas mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Halloween, it's like wait, it's just Halloween's out the window, and even all the stores you can see you go out, and it's already like gearing up to for Christmas. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to go like just straight December, like December first to December. Actually, I'll say December first to January 29th, Christmas mode. Okay. <laughs> Because okay. then I got—I don't know—you got to forget about Christmas, get into the new year, and it's just not the same. They got to think about going back to school after winter break. Like, yeah, just so who's your like go-to Christmas music artist then? Because I know, Michael Bublé. yeah, I was gonna say that. I think that's mine. <laughs> Michael Bublé, the whole Michael Bublé Christmas album—you could just put that on repeat and let it let yeah. it ride. Mariah or Carey. They, those... mm-hmm. oh, I was, yeah, no. I was gonna say Mariah Carey or Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Yeah, That's I didn't even know either. she has a Christmas. Yeah, album. I didn't know that what? either. Ariana Grande is a banger of a Christmas album. The other one that is like kind of low. Well, actually, and then Glee because Glee. Oh yeah, of course. I love Glee. Yeah. And then the Pentatonics, which is like an acapella group, yeah. has a really oh, yeah, good yeah, yeah. Christmas I love them. album. Yeah. Okay. So I like them. Okay. I still think okay. Michael How Bublé for me is top of albums. Uh, yeah, but what's the your go-to if you had to pick one song, one Christmas song? What would it be? All I want for Christmas is you, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that song is so good. <laughs> I think Santa Baby for me. Yeah. I don't really know what mine would be. Um, there's one that it's like from an old-fashioned movie, like my parents showed me one time. And I can't remember who the artist is, but it's like the song. It's like dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's like that one. one, like that's just, that's a good one. Elvis I, yeah, that's, that's a classic one. Yeah, that is a classic. I think I'm going to have to go with it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Bing uh, okay. Crosby. I need the Bing Crosby version. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I back it. I feel like in one of the next coming episodes or like closer to Christmas, we'll have to do a master debaters of like best Christmas songs. Yeah. But the guy, the guy singing Christmas songs right now needs to be better, which (laughs) leads us right into our second favorite segment right after this or that be better. Let's get into it. So recently, We've all been in quarantine. We've all been in lockdown. And, and I guess that's led to like puppy fever. I feel like everybody's getting dogs, and which is awesome. Everybody loves dogs. But what I don't like is how everybody feels the need to make an Instagram account for their dogs. I don't know if you guys have them. Like, I don't like so no, no personal slight here. But I think people who need to make Instagram accounts for their dogs just need to stop. Like, I, like a lot of people have have dogs. I don't need it to be shoved in my face like. I don't know. I just, it's not it for me. So I, I, think- I, I, I don't like have a problem with people who do that. I think it's kind of funny though. Like what you're saying, like, I, I kind of, like, I see your perspective of like, why the hell are you making an Instagram for your dog? Like just post pictures of your dog on your normal account. But what I think is funny is on like dog accounts when they post a picture, a lot of people like make the caption as if the dog's posting the picture which is like, okay, sure. Yeah, like that's, that's like, come on. <laughs> but I think it's crazier when people make Instagrams for their babies and make the pic make the comments about that. And they're like, and those people are always making the captions. Like, look what my mommy bought me and stuff. It's like, no, you like mommy posted the picture. Like <laughs> chill. mommy shouting yeah. herself out. <laughs> and oh, also yeah. like, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? I, I love, so I don't really look at dog accounts just because, like, I'm not, like, I'm not not a dog person. Actually, no, I'm not a dog person. right now? Okay, I'm, I'm not a dog person. I'm a cat person. This girl I, literally said, I'm getting a cat tattoo because I will never like a dog. I'm never no. going to own a dog, so I'm getting a cat tattoo. No, I never said that. I said I'm getting a cat <laughs> tattoo because I will love my cats forever. And even if I get a dog when I'm older, I will still love cats more that's that was my (laughs) rationale um so 
And I love cat accounts because I love seeing like, I just think they're so cute. But <laughs> I do agree with the baby ones because it's mm-hmm. like, that's an actual human being that, <laughs> yeah. you're, that yeah. you're like posting all about. And then once they get older, it's kind of like, they're going to see all these photos and yeah, be like, like, don't they have a right to privacy? Like, <laughs> I, I think that is smart for famous people who want their child to have that username. Because the odds like, that they're like, gonna uh, DJ Khaled's kid, yeah, the, like the Just odds that they're the gonna account, grow up though. and need an make Instagram it. account with their name that doesn't involve an underscore or anything or like pretty <laughs> slim. So I think that's smart in that respect. So maybe when they get older, they can delete all those baby photos that their mom's posting and stuff. Like I don't know. Yeah, but it's the internet. It's out there forever. And like, I like no one. I don't. I wouldn't want like the whole world. Not that I'm not like famous or famous at all for that matter. But like, I wouldn't want the whole world to be like prying into the most like personal moments of my like child's like development. I don't know. I think that's kind of invasive. And also, like the baby's head hasn't even fully like grown yet. It's <laughs> smushy. Like, let it get a skull first and like make its own decisions, and then, and then like then we can talk. I don't know if you've ever seen, so there was, I forget their names, but there's this bachelor couple and the guy has like kind of silvery hair and um, they made an Instagram for their unborn child that was like going to oh, come. No. Come and, on. Yeah, no. And then it came and then they had, she had, I forget what gender, but they had the Instagram and it'd be like day, like whatever, like sucking on my mom's boob. Like it's great. Yeah. Oh my and, God. Like, That's too much. That's it was, like, so stuff much. like that. And it's so invasive because no one needs to know that like I yeah and they're just like that. exploiting their children for likes like be yeah. better <laughs> like baby instagram people we were, we were talking about the the instagram or the tiktok moms who like poured water on their babies like the like the other trend oh, yeah. where they'd like and like dunk them in the water children. and stuff have you seen that too oh yeah have you seen those videos of people just throwing their babies into the water then the baby just floats to the top yeah I think they yeah. will float they will float. It's like yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't want to like test it. I, I know, but they're gonna like... they're gonna flow. Okay, so one thing that uh one of well, like one of the listeners of the show, Ty Kolba, he messaged me about, which I thought was kind of funny, especially considering we've been like grouping all these people over the last couple episodes, like car guys and horse girls and stuff, and like putting them all in the same pa- like pack. Um Kolba told me that the moms who like splash water on their babies or like throw them in the pool. They're the same people who put stickers on their car that say baby on board. <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's yeah, I thought probably. that was pretty good. But like the point of the baby on board thing is so that people don't like get too close and like bump them. But apparently mm-hmm. it just causes more accidents because people are trying to read it and like not paying attention. So then they just rear end you. So it's like, now it's actually causing the opposite of what you're trying to do. Like, good job. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, parents be better. Like, parents of new children, parents of new animals be better because you're too much on social media. You're too much just in general. Like, please take it back a notch. Help us all out. Help, help your child in the future out because it's a lot and they probably don't want that and aren't going to need that. But, yeah, right, McGee. That's a good be better. And that pretty much like wraps up episode 53, the Jeff Skinner episode. We do have one more thing to, uh, to announce before the end of the episode. Yes, Um, we do. So do you guys want to nominate a crank lad of the week? We've been handing out these crank lad of the weeks. A couple of weeks ago, we partnered with crank light logger, our first ever like real big partnership. And, uh, they've offered to give us prize packs for the winners every week. So we can, we continue to hand them out. Our first one went to a guy out Western. He's in a fraternity. He helped some guy out in the fraternity who got too drunk, like gave him a room to sleep in, changed him in clothes, Ubered him home. Then, uh, we ended up having McGee's like someone McGee knows at Laurier ended up getting it because they offered to use their, like offer to give up their pickup truck to go and pick up someone's couch. And then last week we gave it to a couple guys at Western who started their own sports blog and took the step, put themselves out there. They've been writing articles. And actually one of the guys called me this week and told me that because of the articles and because like they've been pushing stuff out there, he's got contacted by other, uh, like Raptors media um accounts who want him to write for them and stuff so it's been pretty big so do you guys have a crank lad or ladette of the week that you guys want to nominate to get a prize pack 
So I'm going to nominate um, a couple of debts for this. So I'm going to nominate the girls in my house um, because my car basically broke down and they were, it just like stopped working when we were away last weekend and they were so helpful, so charismatic, so understanding. Um, and I honestly couldn't have like been chill girl Alex without them. So I'm going to nominate. Self-proclaimed chill girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to nominate Caroline Taylor, Jada Lau, Hannah Watt, and Ashley Calla. All right, there we go. Episode 53, Crank Ladette, Ladette's multiple of the week uh, goes to Alex's housemates, um, helping her out in a tough time. I guess that's kind of like what our, our lad of the week, Ladette of the week is kind of like themed around at this point. It's people helping people. We gave it to OC's mom just for being an absolute beauty, like, just day in day out gave mm-hmm. it to Ken's mom one week because she drove him from Oshawa to Markham and then picked him up at like three in the morning and drove him home like earlier in the summer and stuff. So it's just people being good people again, getting these. So if you have people out there that you want to nominate for the lad or lad out of the week, that is send us it, send it in, submit it to our Instagram, write us on Twitter, write us on our personal accounts, whatever you want to do to nominate somebody. Even if like you've done something good and you can like prove that you've done it, then yeah, feel free to message sure. us. Like, yeah, self-promote. Who cares? Let us like let us know. We want to we want to hear about it. Um, yeah. but that pretty much does it for episode 53, McGee. That's yeah, all she all she wrote. It's a special yeah. up. First yes, time we've had on uh female guests in the the in return. The new, in the return, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the return. That's what we'll call it. Um but not only were they female guests, but like they have their own podcast, the Sassy Classy and a Tad Trashy podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, when does it come out? Like what what day of the week does it come out? Where can you find it? On Thursdays and it's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. And we're getting YouTube going soon. So that should be fun. Perfect. All yeah. right, there go you follow go. us on Instagram at SCTT underscore pod. Nice. There <laughs> we go. Right this time. So follow their Instagram and then you can find their podcast everywhere. You can find ours. You coming, coming to YouTube soon. Um, and then that also reminds me if you are interested in watching the episodes, go check out our YouTube account. It's lads and launchers, just the same as our podcast, but you can see all of our, uh, old up ep- or all of our episodes from the return. See our guests, like James Duthie, Tim Hicks, Cabby Richards, Morgan Frost, like all these guys that we've had come on. We've been able to, you can see them during the interviews, they're there like you can watch the interactions yeah you can it feels like you can reach out and touch them (laughs) you're there part of the conversation with us so it's like just a different element to to be able to watch even see some of the original lads who came on and came on on like a couple weeks ago on episode 50 and stuff yeah put some faces to some names yeah like it's it's pretty cool so comment like subscribe share with whoever do whatever you got to do but yeah Go check out our YouTube. Make sure you follow us and stuff on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow the sassy, classy, and Italian trashy girls at SCTT underscore pod. I think yes. I got that right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there it is. Good job. Perfect. Thank you guys for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, and, thanks for having. Yeah, not a problem. Like, come back whenever. Um, it's, been, it's been a blast. <laughs> um, and as always, catch us next week. Same time, same place, same lawn chairs. Cheers, lads and ladettes. Cheers. Cheers.